0: You're listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Wake Up with Patty Catter. Where each week, Patty will interview guests that will motivate, encourage, and inspire you. Now, here's your host, Patty Catter.
1: Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, Wake Up with Patty Catter. And of course, I'm Patty Catter. Today, I have Melissa King with me. She is a certified personal, is it a health coach?
2: Health coach mm-hmm. and personal trainer.
1: Okay. So I am mm-hmm. excited to have her on the show because um, looking at her website, it's all natural t- types of treatment for different things. And um, we, before we jump in there, I'm gonna have Melissa tell you just a little bit about her upbringing, where she came from, and how she, where she is now. So go ahead, Melissa.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you for having me, Patty. I'm excited to be here. Um, so I actually had a really great childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born in Tucson, Arizona. Um, But shortly after I was born, um, my dad's a retired geologist. And so he worked out in the field a lot. So we traveled, he traveled a lot with his job. So I'm the youngest of three kids. I have an older brother and an older sister. My sister's the oldest. So when she was little, she moved, they moved around a lot because of my dad's job. Um, Mm -hmm. But... um, and then we moved to Denver, Colorado, and lived there for about five years. So I got to experience like the snow and heavy winters, um, <laughs> which was exciting, which actually helped me grow to love the cold weather. My sister went the opposite way and, and does not like the cold weather in this film. My brother's kind of neutral, he lives on the East Coast. So he
1: a little kind bit of, of both.
2: Yeah, a little bit of both, kind of whatever. Um, and then we ended up uh, moving to Reno in the late 80s, Reno, Nevada, and that was our home for, and my home for 22 years. Um, we slowly, as three kids, slowly kind of moved away from home. I moved down here to Southern California to, just for a change of pace, I was really going through a difficult time in my life, um, lots of anxiety, lots of depression, putting myself in... Unhealthy relationships and being at jobs that weren't the most positive environment, so I thought, well, I had an opportunity to come down to Southern California, move in with my cousin in a house that my grandfather bought in the early sixties um, after he had passed away, so I took that opportunity and moved down here and my parents we actually actually have no family in Reno anymore, friends there, but my parents actually moved to Austin, Texas to be closer to my nephews and my Mm -hmm. sister and her family when he retired, when my dad retired. And um, then I met my husband like less than two years after I moved to Southern California. And
1: that was it.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it was really cool. My mom was a stay at home mom, Mm -hmm. a homemaker. So she took occasional like seasonal jobs, but most of the time she was home with us there to take us to school, pick us up, Mm go on field trips with us. So I honestly feel like I had a really great childhood. Mm
1: -hmm. That is so good. So I'm going to ask you a couple of tough questions and let me know if I go too far here, but um, you were talking about, you dealt with some anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. So how was that like, and is there anything in particular that triggered it or it, it just came up because I do know that some people, it just literally comes up. Nothing really quite trigger triggers that
2: yeah that's a great question, And I'm totally an open book. Mm-hmm. Um, so so growing up, I was always a sensitive child. I always took things personally. My grandfather or my excuse me, my grandmother, which was my dad's mom, had a lot of issues with anxiety. and my dad and my brother, um, both have had some mental health challenges as well. So I really feel like part of it's genetic and mm-hmm. I just got those those genes because my sister never really experienced it until she was going through a, a very challenging time in her life, like later on in adulthood. I, adulthood mm-hmm. I feel like I have dealt with it my entire life, even as a child.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so I, I also feel like, so when I was 18, right before I gradu- graduated from high school, I started dating this guy and everything was great. And But at the time I was very insecure, did not have a lot of self-confidence
0: mm-hmm.
2: and the re- relationship kind of, it probably should have ended after a year, but it's, we ended up getting engaged to be married. Mm-hmm. So we kind of wow. went the opposite direction that mm-hmm. it was probably not meant to go in. Well, you're um, young, you think you know everything, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then we ended up ending the relationship about a year and a half after we got engaged. And I took it really hard. I sunk into a deep depression, my anxiety. I, I felt I really had abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. And really suffered a lot from those, which kind of snowballed my anxiety and depression to make make it worse. Um, Yeah. So I I feel like it was just in my kind of genetic, Mm -hmm. passed down to me genetically. And then I just put myself in situations and just didn't know how to handle it.
1: Mm -hmm. So, what are you doing now um, as far as I think that that's going to connect right here with you dealing with your anxiety? How do you deal with that?
2: Yeah, that's, you know, it's anxiety and depression is a very sensitive topic. I feel like for a lot of people, and I feel like a lot of people just don't know how to handle it, uh, rather than going to see a therapist and getting on anti-anxiety or antidepressants. So when I actually met my husband eight years ago, he introduced me to the paleo primal lifestyle. And initially, I was attracted to it because I... I was training for my first half marathon and he said, well, if you really cut out like the processed food and eat more natural food, you know, don't train as hard, which I was like, well, that's weird, but Mm -hmm. whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, make sure you get adequate sunshine, adequate sleep, like quality sleep, not just uh, quantity. Which is
1: huge. That's very huge. Mm -hmm.
2: Yep. That's really big. And so I'll get more into that in a minute. And, but so I initially was like, all right, sign me up for this, tell me what to do, and i will do it. I was very compliant at the time. And not only did I run my first half marathon and feel great, but I noticed months, the months after that, that my anxiety was lowered
0: hmm. and
2: I didn't have bouts of depression. So the number one thing that I focus on is getting quality sleep. Mm -hmm. sleep is when our brain not just our bodies regenerate but our brains like the emotional part of our brains can kind of relax reconnect and refresh themselves and it's our way of processing things as well emotionally so getting adequate sleep which means We wear, I don't have them in front of me, but we Mm -hmm. wear amber colored glasses
1: at night. Mm -hmm. Oh.
2: Yeah. I know. They're just like $10 off of Amazon. They're like safety goggles. I
1: think they're considered Mm
2: -hmm. safety goggles, but they're amber colored. Mm -hmm. What it does is it blocks the blue light from getting into your body, the blue light from like computer screens. Right. um, Lights.
1: Yeah. You know, that's funny because um, I did a show not that long ago about sleep, but Mm -hmm. I focused on the computer screens and the TV, but I didn't really think about, I mean, I have these bright lights beaming on me right now even. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, Yeah. I didn't think about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. I, I didn't either. Um, So what that blue light does is which you probably talked about this in your sleep episode is it blocks melatonin,
0: right? Mm -hmm.
2: So melatonin helps tell your body, Hey, it's time to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, where we wear those at night when we You know, right now, especially since it's dark, Mm -hmm. you know, when I, when I start making dinner, when my husband comes home from work at night, it's dark out. Mm
0: -hmm. So we'll
2: put our glasses on. We also have a, we have three light bulbs in our bathroom. Mm -hmm. One of them is an amber colored light.
0: Hmm.
2: So we flip that one on at night and just turn the other two off. Oh my
1: goodness. So
2: Yeah. So when we get up in the middle of the night to use the Mm -hmm. restroom, we don't have to worry about like, ah, are we going to be able to get back Mm -hmm. to sleep? Mm -hmm. um yeah so sleep is the number one thing so Mm -hmm. making sure we go to bed at a decent time so we can get up early if we need to and um and movement Mm
0: -hmm.
2: just moving your body it doesn't have to be a hard workout it could be in fact if you're feeling a lot of anxiety it's actually best to go for a light run Mm -hmm. or a light bike ride or just go walk do a an easy strength workout, you know, don't do any high intensity. Um, So really kind of getting in tune with your body to know what kind of movement you should be doing. Um, And then really just eating whole real nutrient, nutrient dense foods, Mm -hmm. getting rid of the chemicals and the processed food. And that I feel like that has really helped me turn off my anxiety
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and depression gene and flip on. The other genes that will help me thrive. Mm
1: -hmm. I kind of think about the analogy of the light bulbs with the amber color and the, you know, you then you have the fluorescent, but it's kind of like you just flip off the bad stuff and Mm -hmm. turn on the good stuff.
2: (laughs) Yes, exactly. And a lot of people, I I found that a lot of people are like, oh, it's genetic. I have, I'm pre-diabetic because it's, you know, (laughs) my dad had it or my grandpa had it or diet or uh, heart disease, anything. And what a lot of research is saying is that you can turn, switch your genes on and off
0: depending on your
2: lifestyle.
1: Right. Instead of saying, Oh, I'm predispositioned to diabetes. I might as well eat this box of Twinkies. Exactly. (laughs) You know, (laughs) exactly. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. All right, so um, what else do you do? Can you tell our listeners? Because um, I noticed there's so much on your website about natural healing and health and wellness. And what would you tell somebody, I guess, too, out there who may be struggling with some anxiety or depression and they don't want to turn to pharmaceuticals or they've tried pharmaceuticals and they're not working for them or they're giving them more side effects? Um, what, it, what else do you have to, t- to tell us? I guess that's a pretty broad subject there.
2: Yeah. So there's several, several things you could do. So I work primarily with women who Mm -hmm. have challenges with anxiety and depression. And so what I do with them as I'm coaching them, or even just training them, not necessarily health coaching, but working on a personal training program with them is ask them like, where do you want to start? First of all, what's your why? Why do you want to improve your life? Why do you want to decrease your anxiety? Why do you want to get off this medication? First of all, you know, like your why. Mm -hmm. And then what's one thing that you feel like you could change right now? What would be the easiest? Move your body, go to bed at a decent time, focus on eating whole real nutrient-dense foods. Like I asked them, I meet them where they're at. Mm -hmm. And because if... I just go and tell people you have to get adequate sleep. Well, maybe that doesn't work for them in their schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, So really focusing on guiding them through a process where they could start creating healthier habits Mm -hmm. to decrease their anxiety and depression. So I have an online program that people can buy just as it is. If they're really Mm -hmm. self-starters has worksheets in there, it has call to actions in each video Um, and I'm also working on running a group, starting up a group coaching program Mm -hmm. a couple times a month. Um, so I would start with just like where they're comfortable starting Mm -hmm. where it's just a little bit out of your comfort zone, but not too far to where it's unrealistic.
1: Right. That's good to know because I actually know a lot of Military, not only veterans, but their caregivers. Um, if they were wounded and more, they have a caregiver normally or a lot of times. And sometimes they use the excuse that they can't find the time or they can't get out of the house to go see somebody. Do you do the um, coaching at all online with them other than, so you had said that you have some for self motivators, but so you do do that as well.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, um, personal training I do locally in person. Um, Mm -hmm. I am working on a virtual training program. Um, that's a little bit more challenging, but the health coaching that is, I've done a lot of that in the last year virtually. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a lot of people prefer that too, because we're busy. Like you just said, you know, Mm -hmm. people are like, Oh, I can't go meet you at Mm -hmm. this you know right because sometimes
1: or. yeah when you're driving sometimes it could take for me where i'm located it can take a half an hour with traffic to get mm-hmm. almost anywhere so yeah. if you can just pop onto your computer and and turn you on melissa
2: <laughs> yeah and, and yeah. yeah exactly and it's we have such great technology like zoom what we're using right now that mm-hmm you know, we could be face-to-face and we could see each other and Mm -hmm. see each other's body language and really connect on a deeper level. But the phone Mm -hmm. is also just, just as great as well. Mm
1: -hmm. So what are your social media links so that people can find you? So
2: on Instagram, my handle is at Melissa K -K. HBK. And my Facebook, I have Honey Bee Wellness is my business Facebook page
1: which brings me to another quick topic the honeybees do you actually have honeybees because the name I'm just wondering (laughs) I I actually don't
2: have honeybees maybe one day um, my husband and I eventually want to have buy some land and so maybe Mm -hmm. but Melissa actually means honeybee in Greek
1: oh wow did not know that
2: I didn't know that either. My mom told me that years ago. And I was like, "Uh, I don't know about that mom. And I searched it. And sure enough, she was right. And it's a cute nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I decided to name my business after that, because it's also like a symbol of like years ago, engineers said these bodies were too heavy for them to fly, but they do it (sighs) anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, now I think that aeromatic aromatic engineers are like wow well, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily true anymore mm-hmm. we don't really believe that it's interesting um, though but it's kind mm-hmm. of like a metaphor for like you can go out and do anything you want mm-hmm. anything you want to be
1: mm-hmm. oh that's cute so. too uh, Melissa, thank you so much for being on the show and for sharing those tips. I think those are important tips that everybody can work on. I know I'm sitting here thinking maybe I should podcast earlier in the day because <laughs> of my lights or I'm going to have to grab some of those amber glasses to wear during my podcast.
2: Yeah, and you can also buy like computer glasses Yeah, that are an amber colored that still mm-hmm. blocks the blue light that I, mm-hmm. I wear occasionally if I'm on my computer a lot during the day
1: next time you see me, I'm going to have these big sunglasses.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Great.
1: Well, thank you. And again, just share your uh, social media links one more time. And we're going to also have them on the bottom of the screen and we're going to have them um, listed on the podcast notes and all over my social media as well. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So on Facebook, it's honeybee wellness. And then on Instagram, it's at Melissa K HBK.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Melissa, for being on the show. I appreciate you.
2: Thank you for having me, Patty.
1: Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And make sure you listen every Friday beginning at 5 a.m. And thereafter, have a great day, everybody.
0: Thank you for listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Be sure to visit www.pattycatter.com for the latest articles, podcasts, and swag.